This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode 296, Aquaman. Road trip to see Aquaman. The movie. In a theater. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. Strangers I am your father's best friend's plumber. Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did so was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers of Aliens Podcast. Okay, welcome. This is a road trip episode. Well, we are going to go see the movie in the theaters on the big screen, big budget tentpole Christmas movie, Aquaman on screen. And I'm here in the van about to put it into drive with Evan and then also my son, Tim. He's going with us. It's Saturday. We're getting to see it almost a week early. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Not because we have any special connections, just because if you have Amazon Prime, sometimes I do that. Like we almost did that for Jumanji. Oh really? Yeah, I I asked you if you wanted to, and I think I was out of town. Something was going on, and and I I wasn't all that excited about it, yeah. but um, so I signed up for a free month, and and now we're also doing our Christmas shopping with with Amazon Prime as well because of the free shipping, the quick free shipping. So I'm about to put it into drive as we head to the theater to go and see something. I would have never guessed in a million years what kind of world do we live in where Aquaman is on the big screen in a big, big, giant, big studio produced movie. What kind of world? This world. This kind of world. It's this world that we live in. That This is happening. We've got a Joker movie with no Batman. Yeah. But we've also got Aquaman. So... Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to hand you the mic here. Thank you, Ben. You know, if we had headsets, we wouldn't need to. I ordered, I ordered lapel. I ordered the, the lavalier as they call it, but I am not getting headsets because that's silly. But we could feel like X-Wing pilots. We don't need to feel like X-Wing pilots. We don't need the earpiece or anything like that. We just need the mic. All right. I'm going to let you listeners remember that Ben said that we don't need to feel like X-Wing pilots. Not Whatever. Whatever. Not when we're driving my minivan to go see movies that aren't even Star Wars. Okay. So, yeah, this is cool. Aquaman, the movie. Uh, And we have seen Aquaman on the big screen twice now in the past two years, or three times in the past couple years. Batman v Superman cameo, his supporting role in Justice League, and his supporting role in Teen Titans Go to the movies. That is true. That That is true. Although, to be fair... I saw that on the big screen, but true. Not. Yes, I watched it on the little screen and really, really enjoyed it. Still, still just as funny. But we're we're not talking about that. We're talking about Aquaman. So Ben, do you have any sort of experience, emotional connection to this character at all? I really like this character, and I always have um, since I was a little, just a little gaffer, little little whippersnapper, little Benji Avery. Uh, and it really came down to, um, he was the blonde super friend (laughs) and I had blonde hair and, uh, that was one of the main reasons early on why I really liked him. Um, and I've told this story before, but there was this one comic I had where he was able to, uh, beat Green Lantern. He was evil. Uh, Aquaman had been turned evil. The main super friends have been turned evil. So some other characters had to come in. 
and he beat uh, he beat Green Lantern because uh, Green Lantern shot at him with his ring, and his hair was yellow, nice. and it stopped the, the that was his weakness. So, yeah, but yeah, so I've liked him since then, um, and yeah, I mean he's got he's. He, he has, for good reason, you know, he doesn't have all the best stories in the world, but he does have some pretty good runs, and he's he's got some fun stuff that he's able to do, and, you know, people can make fun of him, but the things people make fun of him about aren't things that really are make-funnable. You know, talking to fish, if you had that power, I think we've said this before, if you had that power, tell me you wouldn't have fun with that power. I don't know what I'd do with that. I'd probably have fun with that power at SeaWorld. When or, I, or at the uh, the pet aisle at Walmart, and you just walk through, and you'd be like, "Hey, dudes, got any stories for me?" And and then you'd be like, "Hey, so when this lady comes by, I want you to guys to just go and spell and, and do like Charlotte's Web type stuff, you know?" And so they start spelling stuff in the water because they're all like lining up, and you know, you can have a lot of fun with that power, and then you can also talk to whales and tell them what to do. So yeah, it doesn't work on land great, but at the same time, you know, it's not something to sniff at. It's not well, and when he's being a strict superhero, you know, it's not great. But he's the king Whoa. of the seven seas. What's not great? Well, I'm, I'm just saying it's more inconvenient because unless you're in a coastal environment or stopping crime at a pool. You know, well, you know, he could, he's still got super strength and can jump really far, but the fish stuff, the water stuff right, right. isn't so, going to be great. Because he has skin that can handle all that pressure and right. he can swim down to super deep levels, which means bulletproof, which means he can jump like Hulk. So basically he's Hulk, but he can also talk to fish and hold his breath forever because he can breathe underwater. Right. All I was saying is the water stuff isn't great if you're going around with the Justice League, but... He's the ruler of the all the oceans, which is most of the planet, and who knows what is going on in there. So, like in most of the comic book stories I'm familiar with him, he's not even with the Justice League most of the time. He's just in the ocean. He's he's like Black Panther, you know. He's just overdoing his thing. Yeah, and that's that's the point of the Justice League is you've got all these different characters who do all these different things, and you know, so Superman has you know all the, his powers and stuff, he, but he can't do everything alone. And he's, he's a good leader. And Batman also, I wouldn't say Batman's a good leader, but he's a good thinker. He's able to put together plans. Um, he has Gotham city though, that that's primarily where he's going to be because that's where he's called to, you know, but, um, when they need his skill set, they call on him. And it's the same with every other character, plastic man, he's doing his thing in his city, you know, and green arrow is out in Seattle or whatever. But they come together, they work together, they're together, they're stronger, you know, apes together, strong. <laughs> and that's, that's what the deal is. And so, um, so the, the moral of the Justice League is we need each other, you know, and Justice League is one of the best uh, comic book examples of, you know, if, if the whole world was afoot, you know, we, who, who can see. That's a Bible reference. It, it really botched and, and chopped up one, but, but you get the idea. And so, yeah, you could be, you know, if you personally listener that I'm talking to right now, like you look at what you, what you are, who you are. Yeah. You might be Aquaman. You might be Robin, but it's okay because those roles need to be filled. And if you're good at it, just be the best Aquaman you can be. That's the encouraging word for the day. Nice. So my history with the character, super friends, uh, I think it was my first introduction, but then also he appeared uh, as a cameo for one episode of Superman, the animated series. So I remember that. And then he was in a couple episodes of the Justice League show. And I really liked him in the Justice League show because he was very, he's the hook hand Aquaman, very serious. Mm -hmm. So this, this Aquaman in this movie is taking a little from that where he's like a real intense, uh, long haired dude, but He's got a much, it seems like he's got a much more lighthearted personality than the, that version in the Justice League show. Also, I had an Aquaman action figure, which was the hook hand Aquaman. And I think that might have been even before the Justice League show. Was that, that was my was that extreme justice. You know, I don't know. It could have been. It was part of that 
uh, that series with Kyle Rayner and Wally West and stuff. He came with like a harpoon gun thing or whatever. Tim, what about you? What's your experience with the character? I think we had like a really thick book, like a bunch of like a collection of a whole bunch of Aquaman. We had three of them. Three? Yep. There was three. There were three volumes. I thought that was the Fantastic Four. We had three of those as well. Really? There was three of those. Well, there was more. Of, there was more of the Fantastic Four ones, but we only had three. There was only three of the Aquaman ones, and we had all three. I don't remember there being three. I don't remember there being one. But um, I read those a lot. Um, and then we'd also watch like Super Friends and stuff, or we used to. In the '60s Aquaman cartoon. Loud, jarring, screechy uh, soundtrack. Like the music is just like, just like ah. We tried watching it in the van once, and because we had a TV thing, we hooked it up into the 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 van's sound system, and it was painful, painful. So anyway, Aquaman also appears in. Smallville, which is where, oh, yeah. which is where I saw him as well, and I liked that. That was fun. He appears uh, in his own episode featuring him, where Clark teams up with him. But also, they have a couple of Justice League episodes where he reappears. And now that actor is playing Hawk from Hawk and Dove on the Teen Titan show. Really, that's him. Yeah. Interesting, because then they also made a pilot of uh, Aquaman, and uh, for the CW. For the CW, and the guy who played Aquaman in that ended up being um, Green Arrow in Smallville, right? Yep. I don't want to turn here. Okay. You don't have to, Ben. It's a free country. Nobody cares about that part, but I said <laughs> it out loud anyway. So, uh, yeah, I, I like this version of Aquaman that we have. It's interesting. I'm interested to see how he does as the leading man because he's been very much comic reliefy so far. Yeah, and and that's just the the version of the character that they're drawing from. I feel like that they're kind of doing like a cross between that hook hand Aquaman, but then also the Brave and the Bold Aquaman. Outrageous. Which that's probably my least favorite. It may be my second favorite. <laughs> the Justice League one is my first favorite. And it works if if you don't mind. It's a joke, you know. Like Raven Bull Batman is, you know, it's Adam West basically kind of thing. And then these other characters that they bring in, Aquaman, he is absolutely the butt of his own joke, which is that he is. He remind actually whenever I watch it, I feel better if I like just pretend that he's Hercules. You know, it's just this muscle bound oaf who is completely clueless. Uh, but wants to do good. Well, I believe you said before that in Brave and the Bold, they're not doing the stereotypical Aquaman jokes. They made up whole new jokes. Right, yeah, totally. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. So, yeah, I, this, I think Jason Momoa can pull it off. I'm just interested to see how, because at the moment, it's kind of like Aquaman and all his concepts and all his supporting characters are awesome, but the version of Aquaman we have, it seems like this is kind of like making a movie about Drax, and it's Drax the movie. Yeah, I wouldn't go so far as call him Drax, but I would say, I mean, this Aquaman movie we're going to see has all the Aquaman tropes without the Aquaman character. <laughs> you know, this is not comic book Aquaman, and the same problem, unfortunately, it doesn't matter much. Like, I, when I went and saw Iron Man originally, I, I said, you know, we got a problem here because... There is no comic book where Iron Man acts like this. So anybody who goes to see that movie, they're going to like go to the comic book store and want comics like that. And they're not going to find it because it doesn't exist. Well, it didn't matter because nobody did that. Like, like the, the whole movie translating into more sales for comic books, that's not, not really much of a thing. I, I'm sure that there are some people that, 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 that did work for them. But most people, it's, hey, I'm going to go see this movie because it's cool. And I'm not going to worry about the source material. You know, because some people just don't care about the source material. Like people who like certain Christmas movies, uh, they just don't care that the source material says something completely different than what the movie says. And, and so that's the same kind of thing here where, you know, Tony Stark in the movie is not Tony Stark in the comics. And so they start making Tony Stark 
look more like and act more like in the in the movie. Same with the X Men; they changed the X Men costumes after the X Men movie to look more like what was what they saw on the screen. This Aquaman that we're getting right now is not like the Aquaman in in the comics, although it is they they are trying. Well, and I feel like they they are drawing from the new Fifty Two version as well, where. Uh, at least in the origin stuff. Yeah, the story stuff, definitely. And there's some characters, or not even characters, there's creatures on screen that I'm really excited about seeing. How does this play out? And I hope it's not just, here's our opening, our our James Bond opening. You know, where- With the trench? Yeah, where you get 10 minutes of an adventure and then that's done. Roll credits and then we get into the real story. I'm hoping there's more more to it because- Well, I kind of, I'd be okay with that. Not if- the, that's the trench, but if they do something else no, I, with like a giant squid or something, no, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't, I don't want that to happen with the trench things. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. keep the trench for the main story, but I'd be okay with a James Bond, like because then you get like two Aquaman adventures for the price of one. Right. I just don't want, I don't want the James Bond opening to be those creatures. I want there to be a lot more with those because there's some really cool stuff in the new Fifty Two Aquaman series that they did with that, and so I'm excited about that. Well, and I feel like New 52 Aquaman, before he really embraced his destiny, was more kind of like a, I'm a bum, and I sometimes help people, but I don't really care all that much. Yeah, yeah. And, and so we'll we'll see. We'll see where this goes. But I, I, I do feel like, you know, we're getting, in some ways, this is Aquaman without Aquaman, um, because we're going to get this, this character. Um, and so what's interesting is I feel like they uh, they knew, okay, an Aquaman movie can work. We've got this setting. We've got this um, these different visuals for the bad guys and everything like that. All those things are going to work. We just need a, a character we can hang this on and an actor we can hang this on. And so they are taking kind of the not quite the, as big of a risk as the MCU did. Uh, Jason Momoa, I mean, the guy – He's charismatic. He's he's a cool guy. Um, I haven't seen him on Game of Thrones, but I loved him in Stargate Atlantis. And so he he's a great character in Stargate Atlantis, and he, he's likable, uh, but alien. Like he's still he's uh, he's not a human in that show. Uh, he's from another planet with a, you know different culture, and so he plays that character as this you know I'm from another th- place and and I don't understand what you humans do here. He might be human, but I don't think he is. But he's from another planet, and he uh, he's the fish out of water, so to speak. Haha. Um, and so here, I think we're going to get some of that as well. So. My uh, sister-in-law has actually met Jason Momoa. I don't know if I've said that before. You have. Yeah, a couple times, yeah. Let me just drop that back in. But, yeah. Yeah. She uh, she lives out in Hawaii, which is where Jason Momoa is from, and he's actually from the part of the island that she's from. And so one day she was boogie boarding, and he comes up on a stand-up paddleboard and says, hey. So. Yeah. that I've heard that story. I don't know if, if we've ever recorded that story, so now we have. Um, it's just one of those weird, like... <laughs> Oh, that was random. Like, I think I just met a celebrity. There's seven degrees of separation from each person on the planet, supposedly. But for me, there's only one for Jason Momoa. Is it one or is it two? Am I, well, it's, I it's one degree is like you know the person. Okay, well then it's two. I think my sister-in-law and then that guy. So you're four, three. You're three. Sister-in-law, you. I don't know. Four. I'm four. No, if you're if you're two, I'm three. Okay, there it is. This guy's staring at us. And Tim is four, because he knows you and you know me. <laughs> this guy's yelling at us. <laughs> we should have rolled down the window to interview him. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so... Um... What are your expectations for this movie? What does this movie have to do to be good? Be as good as the trailer, <laughs> and I think it will be. So I, I'm, I've got high expectations. I think it's going to be fun, and uh, funny, and DC-ish. Uh, it'd be nice if we got a cameo from somebody else, but it'd also be nice if we didn't. You know? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't be disappointed if there was no cameo. However, I think it'd be cool to have a cameo of someone new we haven't seen before. Or Wonder Woman or something. Yeah, but I think it'd be cool to get a cameo from someone who's not even 
Like we don't even expect. Like Lagoon Boy. Yeah, or <laughs> even even more, you know, disconnected than that. Like uh I don't know. Like um Sandman. Sandman? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just throwing st- Lobo. <laughs> just throwing stuff out there. I don't know who would show up in an Aquaman movie if it's all underwater. Yeah, just somebody on their boat or something. Um but anyway, for me this just has to uh has to be just a good world building kind of thing and and give us a story so it's not just world building so black panther i mean they need to follow the black panther model now whether or not they had time to actually see black panther before they started production on this i don't think they did but that model of hey let's build a world and populate it with interesting characters that people like and then we turn around and give it a good story too and i feel like uh black panther hit all of those uh all hit all those marks really really well and that's what this has to do is hit all those marks and we'll see tim i don't know what it's gonna be like because i haven't seen any dc movies like at all so and i only saw the, okay I only saw, the, I only saw the trailer once i think you saw uh, you saw uh, Man of Steel. That's right. I like in sixth grade, and that was like the third movie we watched that night. So it was like three o'clock in the morning. So I don't really remember it like at all. <laughs> well, cool. Well, it'll be interesting to see what you think. Not having much experience with the rest of the stuff. All right, we're in the parking lot. We're finding a space, and we're going to go into our very special VIP handgraved invitation screening. Of Aquaman, the movie. There's a large crowd out there too. It's Saturday. That's uh, very unusual for us to be in a movie on a day like today. What movie do you think they're seeing? I don't think they're seeing a movie. I think that they're here for just Saturday night. Okay. Because normally we're going Thursday night. We're, I mean, or I'm going Sunday night and just sitting in the theater by myself. So. All right, here we go. Shutting off the van now. See an Aquaman. Okay, so we're sitting in the parking lot now. We have just seen Aquaman. And wow, what a crowd, huh? (laughs) The theater was absolutely full. Standing room only. Jam-packed. Applause at the end. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to do this non-spoiler stuff right now. And then we're going to leave the parking lot. And uh, talk spoilers. But as far as non-spoilers go, as far as people right now, if you've not seen the movie, it's okay. We're just going to give our vague impressions. We're going to rank them. Rank this movie against the other DC Extended Universe, whatever, DCEU, whatever they're calling it. So the Snyderverse kind of stuff. And then then we'll uh, play the spoiler organ. Not literally, because it's a soundbite that I just add in and post, but... Play the spoiler organ and You're ruin the magic, Ben. Just want to let people know how the sausage gets made. Okay. So, um, <laughs> what? that's an expression. It's an expression. <laughs> the idea is you don't want to know how the sausage gets made because it's really gross. Yeah, you just want to eat. You just want to eat the sausage. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and then um, yeah, then we're gonna talk about details as we drive home. So. Uh, Tim, we'll start with you. You can give your star rating and tell me, um, do you recommend this movie and who do you recommend it to with, you know, a little bit of explanation there. Um, I give it probably, I don't know, maybe a four out of five. It was pretty good. Um, I don't know who I'd recommend it to, uh, cause there was like, everybody was there watching it. Like I was sitting next to like a four-year-old kid. He was watching it. He think he might have fallen asleep during part of it, but it was. I think a lot of people would like it, even if they weren't like DC fans, because it wasn't really there wasn't anything connecting it to any other like DC superheroes or anything. Like you were saying before, there wasn't any cameos by anyone except for um, whatever that guy's name was. The bad guy. Uh, Black Manta? Yeah. Him. All right. Evan? 
So for those of you at home, I guess we're getting a slow clap. Imagine me doing the the Citizen Kane face while I'm doing the clapping. Because it was awesome. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Okay. <laughs> so, yep, going to have to give that one a five-star rating for me. Really? Yeah. Five stars. Five stars. I thought about it. Five stars. Five stars. Wow. Okay. Uh, okay. More details then. Uh, who do you recommend it for? And uh, a little more detail there, but no spoilers. Right. Well, anybody except for like small children. There's some uh, violence. You mean like the kid that Tim was sitting next to? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't take my kids to see this until that were... kid was not four. Okay. That kid was three. Oh, man. If I mean, he might have been old three, but man, okay. Yeah, probably not till my kids are showing this one. There's a little showing this one. There's a little showing this one. There's a little some scary parts and some violence, but uh, but everybody else who doesn't fall into that category, man, this is great. If you're okay, a little bit more specific. If you like Lord of the Rings, um, if you like superhero stuff, uh, and just big, utterly massive, epic, fun movies if you're a fan of those sort of things i'm going to recommend this to you so the reason we use half stars is when we're caught between a number uh-huh. you know when we're caught between uh, a four and a five or a three and a four or you know whatever and so that is why i'm going with a half star um because i don't give out fives i mean just <laughs> willy-nilly you give king uh, kong skull island a five ben i don't think i did yes you did you did. I really like that movie. Okay. Uh, Do you like it better than this movie? Well, apparently, because <laughs> I'm not giving this a five. I'm also not giving this a four. I'm at three and a half stars on this. What? Yeah. I'm flabbergasted. Yeah. I, as I was watching, um, the thing that I was most worried about, Jason Momoa, he's one of the best parts of the movie. Yeah. So it wasn't, it wasn't him. It wasn't his portrayal of Aquaman because. He was cool, he was fun, and he was everything that you, when you look at him, you could say, oh, this could be really good because of this because of him, or it could not be great because of this because of him. It was good because of him. Like, that, that good stuff was there. But there, there were problems with editing, there were jump cuts within scenes where characters are looking one direction, you cut to the edit, and the character's looking the other direction, and it's just things like that. And there's there's just so much story packed into this. And Great. they they didn't have time to really rest on anything. And so characters are just doing the stuff because we gotta do the stuff to get the stuff done, not because this is part of my my growth. And I just I as I'm watching it, I'm just I'm like, you know, I I it's it's interesting, but not exciting. It's beautiful, but not compelling. It just, yeah. We'll I talk think, more apparently about I think some of that. Grumpy. Really? You think I'm grumpy? Why? I don't know. I don't know how. Like, what have I said that sounds grumpy? No, I maybe you just ate something bad and it's wrecked your mood, and I don't know what's going on here. Uh, what's going on is that I'm recognizing that uh, artistry is not quite where it should be on this, mm. and it's not great. I completely disagree with you. Oh, obviously. I mean, you went with a five. This is a perfect movie in your world right now. Yeah. Or if not perfect, it's like 97% perfect. There was one flaw, but it's nowhere near big enough for me to give it a half star. No, it just, it, it was very good, but not great. Not near the level of Wonder Woman. <laughs> not anywhere close. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm sorry too. So... When I look at the DCEU right now and I rank them against each other, Wonder Woman is the top spot. And then we're looking at maybe Man of Steel, maybe, uh, and then Aquaman, and then the other stuff. I shake my head. You shake your head and spit. Yes, I do. (laughs) This is easily number one. Wonder Woman is number two. How is Okay, we have have things to talk about. No, I was expecting to really, really like this, and I was expecting to not like Jason Momoa, and it was the exact opposite. Now, it has all the stuff that I love in it, but I would. This needed to be three movies. Yeah, it was great. 
Okay. All right. So, um, was there anything else we wanted to talk about in the non-spoiler stuff? <sighs> Not really. Okay. All right. So, I say... What, did we what? Okay, so we ranked it. We gave our star rating. Okay, yeah. Oh, and I put this at number... I put, put it on my list of 2018 movies, and I, th- I believe it's number three on there. So, beaten by Spider-Man and Infinity War. So, either... My standards are really, really bad right now, or Evan's standards are really, really low. I don't think it has to do with standards. I think you just went into this somehow, and you're you're skew in your thinking. Yeah, I'm 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 curious because you're you're basically you're saying that my opinion is not of this movie, but it's from something else. No, like I don't know. Like I'm I judge Superman movies more harshly because I am he's my favorite character. So maybe you're doing the same thing because Aquaman's your favorite character. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you can try and analyze. Also, also, I think you just like have a deep subconscious bias towards Marvel and try to sabotage DC. Not on purpose, but just just subconsciously. I love how you're just like totally like insulting me right now. Oh no, I No, no, you're you're just oh no, you you're grumpy. You're you ate something wrong. You're clearly not judging this movie. You're judging this that, that's not a Marvel movie. You're not judging the movie you saw. You're judging what you didn't see. Man, these are merely theories. I'm not saying that this is what is happening. I'm just trying to come up with a reason why you don't like this incredible awesome movie. Yeah, and I'm just trying to figure out five stars. <laughs> Then again, then again, the reason I had to watch How the Grinch Stole Christmas live action is because one of the greatest movies of Christmas time for you. Very true. We still haven't finished that. Yeah, and the, the kids aren't going to finish it. That's right. They just won't. They just can't. And they're also not going to watch Polar Express with me because... Yeah, okay, that one, I just can't forgive. So, Tim, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Every year, every year, my mother-in-law asks them to sit down and watch Polar Express, and every year they groan because they just don't want to watch it because they don't like it. Hey, we're going to play the spoiler organ. I'm going to put the car in drive, hand the microphone over to Evan because it's dangerous for me to drive holding a microphone, although we're not getting headsets, but we're going to try some lapels. So Aren't as cool. It's not about the cool, man. As functional. But sitting at a stoplight with lapels, no one's going to be yelling at us and asking, what are you guys doing? But then we can spread the word about the podcast. Not at an intersection in downtown South Bend. I'm sorry. All right. I'm going to hit stop, and then we're going to actually talk about the movie. Thank you. Spoilers. 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 All right. Now the spoiler organ has been played. Ben is putting the car into drive. Lights are on. And, and we are driving. So, yes, th- December is kicking butt for me in 2018. Forget summer movies. Uh, the winter movies are just coming in. I got two five-star movies in December for me. This is awesome. And I don't. But what can I say? Um, yeah, no, I honestly, there, it, there's lots of good stuff to this movie. It just didn't grab me. And I don't know why. Uh, I think a big part of it, a big part of it, I do know, is that there was so much in this movie you've seen before. So much that you've seen before. There was. and But I liked this version of all of it infinitely more than all the stuff that I'd seen before in other animated films. Not animated films, every film. Like, um, it ends with him declaring, I am Aquaman. And you've got the origin stuff, which, that, that was good. I like the way that they did that. Um, but the whole, uh, it felt like Black Panther. It felt like Thor. And it felt like, it became a quest movie for a little while there. And it just was all over the place with all that. And what it, it couldn't settle in on what the, the movie itself was. And I did like what it had to say, like thematically. That's one thing that did kind of stick with me. It was very surface level as, as a big budget movie can be. But the whole idea of um, you know, to lead and to rule, uh, you need to have, um, you know, 
you need to be doing it out of servanthood rather than out of selfish ambition, you know? And so that's the reason that the creature allowed him to go to the trident was because um, he was there not for himself, but he was there for everybody. And, you know, so there, there's some good stuff there. Um, I mean, they really played up the, the King Arthur stuff and sword in the stone type of thing. Uh, I just, I felt like this was, I, I do remember an interview where James Wan said he was trying, they were doing research and trying to figure out how to make this into something you'd never seen before. And I'd say, no, we've seen this in episode one. We've seen this in Black Panther. We've seen this all over the place. And so I, I don't know. I mean, maybe you can't ding it for not being 100% original, but it just, yeah, it, it didn't grab me. And, it, there, and this is not just this movie, but a lot of movies, they don't give you time to breathe and actually take time to, you know, think about, you know, let the characters think. So he washes up on shore, walks into a cave with his mom, um, has a nice sweeping, you know, musical score to accompany his long hug with her on the beach. They walk into the cave and she says, you got to do this. And he says, oh, I'm scared. And then he goes and does it and just does it, you know, like there's no time for him to really contemplate what's going on. What am I doing here? And and that's the whole movie. That's everything is boom, move to the next set piece. Boom, move to the next set piece. Fast and the Furious movies, which James Wan comes from, you can you can do that. You have to do that because it's fast and it's furious. But, uh, you know, superhero movie. The, the difference between this and Black Panther is I feel like Black Panther had time to, to contemplate and T'Challa had time to think about things and, and be concerned about, you know, what, what would, what would the Kings do before me? And I'm not going to do that. Um, yeah. And, and that's another thing where, I mean, you've seen this in Black Panther, not just like the world with bright lights and, you know, that, that kind of thing, but um, the, the battle for kingship, the uh, the rightful king loses uh, and then comes back, battle again. Uh, I guess the difference is his brother lives. Um, but I did, I also I like the uh, Black Manta stuff. I, I liked what they did with that character. Wish that that would have been something that would have dwelt on a little bit longer with him saying, I, I wish I had shown mercy. He did not wish he had shown mercy. He just wished that he hadn't created an enemy who tried to hurt Mira. So, you know. So those are some of my thoughts at the top of my head. And maybe if I see it again, I'll like it more. That has happened, but... I mean, I'm sure I'll see it again. All right. I disagree with pretty much everything you said. And <laughs> uh, this was awesome. This was great. I like it so much better than Black Panther or whatever other movies you're trying to compare it to. I didn't catch any of those comparisons during the movie. Uh, it was a completely fresh, original world in which it takes place. I thought there was plenty of time to think and breathe for the characters and myself. Um, and it was just, like I said, just so massive and epic with the different kingdoms of Atlantis and you have the awesome fight scenes, uh, the fight, the first fight between Orm and Arthur was awesome. Uh, Black Manta and Ocean Master straight out of the comic books. I mean, when Ocean Master put on his helmet, I was like, yeah, cause it looks just, there's no, there's no trying to squint and maybe it kind of looks like Ocean Master. No, it's just him. It's just him. squinting. His helmet squints. Yeah, and moves with his jaw and everything. It's like, you know what? Who cares? This is awesome. This is great. And ah, there it is. You know what? Who cares? This is awesome. There we go. No, it's like with no, it's like with I Deadpool's I have been I have made my judgment now. Good. Okay. It's good. like with Deadpool's um uh mask. You're like you just have to concede that okay, it's that's just what they're doing with this superhero movie, and it's great. And same thing with Orm's squinty movie helmet. I liked it. And I liked how Black Manta was originally going to put on a helmet that was kind of squint if you look at it. It looks like Black Manta, and then <laughs> redesigned it, and it's just straight out of the comic book. Um, Mira 
was a fantastic character in this. Um, yeah. I, yeah, she was. I like how I was glad that Volko didn't turn out to be a villain. That was neat. I, I was waiting for that. Yeah. And then he, he's not the traitor to good people. He's a traitor, but not to the good people. Right. I like the mermaid fish people. They were neat. Even it was, That was brutal. And he just killed them all. And um, the crabfish people were awesome. Uh, okay, here's the one part where I was like, I'm not buying it. And that was the that was where King Atlan's riddle led them to the statue of Romulus to look through. And apparently King Atlan died thousands of years before Romulus was even a person. Right. Yeah. The, the riddle was written and created uh, before the Sahara was a desert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's it's supposed to lead you to put it into Romulus's hand to find out where you're supposed to go? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't know why that wasn't more like a, here's here's an ancient statue, you know, from yeah. that 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 place. The thing is with the different kingdoms, those were great and they looked great. And it just, we were just bouncing from place to place to place to place. You say it was like a Lord of the Rings movie. And if you'd given this an hour longer, this would have been, I think, fantastic. But you could see they shaved, shaved, shaved. And, and I don't know if they would have had an hour of material uh, to get it into the, you know, whatever this two hour, I don't know how long it was. Um, but if they had gone with the Lord of the Rings three hour movie, then I think I would have appreciated it a lot more. But it just it just moves so quickly from place to place, from fight to fight. The fight scenes were great. They were well choreographed. A little at points, um, a little cliche. That's the other thing that kept running through my head. Dialogue, cliche, some of it just kind of like. Oh, I feel bad for the actor having to say it out loud, but especially Mira. Mira had some lines where you just, oh, sorry. Sorry, Amber. I didn't notice any of that. Yeah, I know you didn't. I, that's why I find it really weird, but okay, yeah. Like I, It just all worked for me. It all worked together, and like I love the the Star Wars prequel movies. One of the reasons I like them so much is because of all the planet hopping and going from place to place to place, and so this was kind of similar to that. Speaking of Star Wars great casting for his dad i really enjoyed that and i like the flashbacks of him and volko doing stuff um that was sweet uh the giant creature i didn't remember that was so cool by the way the giant creature but i didn't remember that i had read i think in the new 52 comics that's one of the things he does to fight against an army is he uses his telepathy to control this thing and it nearly kills him because it's so big He's controlling it, but they, of course, they changed it in this movie where it's not. Um, I really wish for the post-credit they would have done a follow-up to the Justice League post-credit where it's Lex Luthor and Deathstroke talking. And I wish they would have recruited Black Manta into the Injustice League or whatever, but who knows what they're even doing with that. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing. So, yeah, that will probably never go anywhere. Uh, I love, like you said, he says at the end, oh, I'm Aquaman. I thought that was awesome. Like the, the end scene where he's just swimming up and comes out and does the freeze frame pose. Fantastic. The scene is awesome. The line is stolen. Like it's not, they could have had him say any number of things there and it still would have worked. The scene still would have looked beautiful. Like I said, it is beautiful, but not compelling. And, you know, there is so much stuff to look at and that's what it, it was was stuff to look at and yeah i'm not gonna you know not like the visuals because they were beautiful they were great um and and like i said i mean the the characterization of aquaman he is not the aquaman from the comics i didn't care uh, jason momoa was great yeah. he was awesome mira she was great she was a lot more like in the comics um but she was great and you know, their relationship, the, the romance there, they, they worked that well. Uh, it wasn't too over the top, um, but it was had its cute little moments. And, you yeah, know, right in the middle of a battle. That was a problem. Was she just came to him and said, we have to stop this. People are dying. And then she kisses him. Like, 
she's bringing him the 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 urgency of the situation and and then she's like ah but you know it's okay if maybe four or five more people die during the time it takes me to kiss you and nobody took a shot at them it was literally going on all around them and they were completely unaffected by it he's got fish guarding him um well I, you know i can accept that no one was shooting at them because they were kind of in this pocket where there wasn't anything going on around them and i i can accept that but yeah and and that also it that also bothered me and this is this is just coming from I, I don't know where exactly, but um, you know the war scene. These, especially the the kingdoms that were conscripted into the army, um, these are people who are fighting this war under duress, and you know people are now dying because Aquaman is doing things to to kill them, and I mean he's he's not being a murdering murderer who murders, but he is. Being a leader who is um, who's killing these soldiers who uh, in in moments, mere moments, they will follow him because he will be king. But for the time being, he is he is killing them and he brings up his monster right up under the army that would be on his side. And like it's just that I have, I have issues with that. This isn't this isn't Man of Steel stuff where it's incidental. I'm trying to stop the bad guy and I can't help the buildings from falling, which I I will defend that. Uh, this is I'm coming in and I've got my things and they're gonna eat you. And I yeah I that that's a that's a problem just a problem in storytelling for me. Um, we did have a cameo from Scar Terrace. Yeah. <laughs> like is, is Warlord gonna show up here? <laughs> that, that would have been awesome. I would have been the only person who thought that was awesome in the theater because everybody else would have been like, "Huh?" <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was trying to figure out how are they gonna do this because straight up dinosaurs yeah. and um, and then they show the back of his mom's head and it's uh uh it's this white hair, white long hair. I'm like, that could be Warlord. No, it's not. It wasn't, but. Yeah, that that was really that was cool. I mean, all the locations—they're cool. They look great, and yeah, we just can't spend time there because we got movie to get through. I enjoyed all the time we spent everywhere, and was perfectly pleased with how much time we got with everybody. Five stars, man. Five stars. This might be the best Aquaman thing I've ever seen, read, or experienced. That's possible. So I yeah I just really enjoyed it. Um, don't know how much else I have to say about it. It was just fantastic. So um, yeah, it, it was good. I mean, three and a half stars is not a bad movie, but it's not a great movie, and it's not a perfect movie. This one I'm I'm buying. This will be a regular one, classic, instant classic, for me. So. And yeah, I totally like it better than Wonder Woman. Um, Wonder Woman still is number two for me, though. It's good, but not as good as this. Just the... And I'm just so impressed with the world building around Aquaman and all this stuff. It was just fantastic. And I really hope that we continue to see this universe go and hopefully they can do something where they can right the ship because... I don't know. I don't know what they're planning, and I don't know what they're doing. I think we're stepping now into a zone where um, this expanded universe itself is not going to be a, a single universe. I I don't know what it's going to be, but we've got Shazam coming, which is supposed to be a part of this universe, but um, they couldn't get Henry Cavill to do a, a cameo in it. Um, we've got uh, Suicide Squad two but it's not suicide squad two that's later uh no this is uh birds of prey mm -hmm. okay so some batman characters um and harley quinn will be a part of that which by the way i'm now sold on that movie because it's got cassandra kane batgirl in it well she's probably not gonna be batgirl but she's gonna be in it and boy am i excited for that and we've got um that joker movie Coming. yeah which, well which one because there's supposed to be two. There's supposed to be Joaquin Phoenix Joker and then Joker and Harley Quinn. 
Well, Joker and Harley Quinn, I don't know if that's happening, but the Joaquin Phoenix one, they, they're wrapping shooting if they haven't already. Um, it's it's close to being in, going into post-production. And so you've got all these weird kind of things happening, and that might be the right impulse. Warner Brothers might be right to just say, you know what? Trying to emulate the MCU is not going to work. Let's just make some good movies and not worry about them all being part of a single universe. Maybe. Yeah. I hope we still get some Wonder Woman Aquaman crossover. That would be neat. Oh, definitely getting another Wonder Woman movie. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where this is going to go, but uh, I do know... I. <laughs> I, I would love to be able to give this movie five stars. I would love to. And I wish that I had seen a five-star movie. But the movie I saw was bright, flashy, big, beautiful. Uh, and and in trying to be epic, it failed to, to be personal. This is like when we went to see Ascension. Or not Ascension. The um, Arrival. Yeah, Arrival. Yeah. Where is actually a good movie that I really, really liked, and you saw a completely different film well, that you really, really did not like. I think a good description is it was a horrible movie that you really, really liked, and that I didn't like. Yeah. See, and that's where <laughs> that's where we differ a little bit in that I'm not saying this is a horrible movie. Um, I, I'm I'm just not. It's not a horrible movie. Right. It's not a perfect movie though, and and that's where. Like, we really break away from each other on this because five stars. Well, I just like, I dislike Arrival much more than you dislike this movie, I think. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I enjoyed myself in this movie. I laughed in this movie and I enjoyed seeing things from the comic book page that I never thought I'd see on screen. And, and I did enjoy the underwater environments and the underwater battles. You know, I, I did. I really did. Um, and maybe at some point I'll rethink and, and this will end up being a four star, but, and maybe even between recording this and doing letterbox, I don't know. But, um, at the same time, <laughs> with Arrival, that's just because we have really different tastes in that kind of well, movie. You just said that I said I didn't like Arrival and then you just said, well, it was a really good movie. Well, that's your opinion. No, 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 no. I said, you just, we can replay the tape. Then. I said, I saw a really good movie and you saw a completely different movie. Oh, okay. That's what I said. The movie I saw and the movie you saw were two completely different movies. And so you saw a movie that just bored you to tears. And I saw a movie that drew me in and I loved so much. So, yeah. No, it absolutely is my opinion. Um, and my opinion on this one is is absolutely my opinion, too. Uh, but at the same time, um, I just, I, I can't. Like you surprised me with the five stars. Like you, I did, I, did too. I was not expecting to like it this much, but man, just watching, I'm like, man, this is this is my jam. All right. So we talked a little bit about theme. Uh, the theme stuff in this is, is very, so very, so very. Um, other than the the actual actions that he takes, um, very Christ-like as far as yeah. being, you know, mercy is a value, and it's not a value that. Um, the characters have, but it's a value that they recognize and talk about. Yeah. And then, and then also with the long hair and the beard. <laughs> yes, 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 very Old Testament. That was another thing. I wish for the end they would have given him a haircut and a shave, so then he would really look like comic book Aquaman. Yeah, but you know who really looked like comic book Aquaman? Orm. <laughs> very true. Very true. <laughs> so, um, oh, uh, one theme uh, I did like. Uh, was when uh, the mom was talking about how, you know, a king only uh, fights for his nation, but you are a hero because you fight for everybody. Yeah, yeah. And so there's there's some moments with lines dropped in there like that, um, some stuff that wasn't exactly in, in the dialogue, but kind of was, uh, but it was definitely present, and that was the idea of um, the uh, lasting value of a good father's instruction. And so you have uh, Black Manta and his father, and that's, you know, the one, you know, the father and grandfather are not good people. They're like, let's steal. You need to live 
so you can kill this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then you have Aquaman and his father, and you know he makes a bad choice. And I really wish they had addressed it as a bad choice instead of I created an enemy who tried to hurt you. I really wish they would have got, gotten more into like I should have let him live. I should have, you know, because he 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 skirts it. Like he says, I I uh, it, it was my. Uh, he said something like it was. It was up to me. That's what it was. It was up to me, and I chose to let him die. You know, and I, I really wish they had gone a little bit further with that, just as part of that development into that hero, into that king. Um, but they, uh, the other father-son relationship was Orm and his father. And, you know, and you see the, the sins of the father are visited on the son, you know, and, um, and that's more of a conceptual thing than than a literal thing here in this movie but uh it was it was good and so that that's good there's there's stuff to to see and think about in this so um yeah any last thoughts final words tim any any final words last thoughts i kind of think that aquaman was thor played by maui from fro uh not frozen uh moana it's kind of what i got from how he looked and like how he acted and stuff but like with how he acted um, like when he was making jokes and stuff, I couldn't really, you know, take the jokes seriously because it, it seems like kind of like out of character because like literally every other, every other moment of the movie, he wasn't making jokes and stuff. Like it didn't really seem like it fit, but he was the only person making jokes, you know, like they, they were kind of trying to make him like a funny character but he wasn't funny. <laughs> yeah, I think another model template that they were looking at for this movie was Guardians of the Galaxy, but only for Aquaman. But he is, he's the one making the Chris Pratt jokes. The difference is he's a lot more capable than Star-Lord. Star-Lord's making the jokes, and he's capable, but... He's mostly faking it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but here he's making those kind of jokes, and uh, the, the difference is he can... <laughs> his body can back up the checks that his mouth is writing. Well, yeah, but also, like, I like how he just embraces that he's not a super smart guy. <laughs> like, where uh, Mira was saying, you got your idea from a children's book? He's like, huh, it's a book. <laughs> like, he's only seen the Disney movie, stuff like that. And I thought that was funny. Another thing, <laughs> another thing is Aquaman, as soon as he got that trident, he stripped that dead guy of his clothes and put him on. Not a move. Not a move I would have done. The dead guy dissolved. He like dissolved away. Yeah, he didn't have to strip the oh, clothes off. Yes, you're right. But still, because I remember, because when I saw that, I just was like Peter Parker. Yeah. yeah. So, but still, recently deceased. Well, not recently deceased, but there was dead stuff in that clothes two seconds before you put it on. Yeah. I I have no problem with that at all, <laughs> at, at all. I did have a problem with Pinocchio, though. They do the Pinocchio joke, and then their battle ends right by a fountain where there is a vendor selling Pinocchio puppets and Pinocchio books. And not only that, she makes the little water show, and that's fun and cute, and the little girl's like, oh, no, no. And then the little girl gives her the Pinocchio book that explains the joke that Aquaman told. I was in the bathroom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just like, oh, you know, and this is one of those uh, coincidence things. And I know that people say I'm a hypocrite about coincidence, but I'm not really. That was a bad coincidence. <laughs> I was in the bathroom. <laughs> so, maybe you'd seen that scene before and a half stars instead of five. Be, could be. That was the part of the movie where, that had the Romulus statue in it. But that, that, uh, chase across the rooftop scene was great. Like where the guy is going through people's houses below. I love that part. That was great. Yeah. I liked it in the Bourne movies too. So <laughs> I don't like the Bourne movies. <laughs> so, okay. Um, final word. I'm sorry if I offended you, Ben. I was just trying to come up with theories for why you don't like a movie about your favorite superhero. I didn't say I didn't like it. That's the thing. Like you're, you're looking at me like, 
can't believe you hate this movie. Like, I can't believe I gave it a five star and you didn't. Now, granted, I can't believe that either. Yeah. Like, I look at our stars and I'm like, I can't believe I didn't give this movie a five star. Um, okay. And my final word is, um, it's good. I, I don't think it's going to turn people into super Aquaman fans like Iron Man did. I, I have a... F- at the end of the movie, I heard some girls screaming, I'm in love with him. I think that's more about Jason Momoa than about... She's an Aquaman fan, though. Well, okay. <laughs> no, I, 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 this isn't going to change people's minds. I think people are going to... I have a feeling that this is going to have some good word of mouth, and then it's also going to have some real, real strong opinions about how goofy and, and ridiculous this movie is. Time will tell. It will. I hope we don't enter another season where every movie we go to, we sharply disagree on it. Because remember that one, that like, a, yeah. for like a year, every movie we went to, it's like, maybe we'll like Mortal Engines. Okay, well, first of all, this is, you know, in the last two movies, this one and the last one, like, Spider-Man, we did not disagree at all. No, I think for the past, like, year or so, we've been pretty much on the same page with everything. But there was that season. You should go back and listen, listeners. Arrival yeah. was, was the moment. Yeah. Um, so uh, next episode is going to be uh, Advent. No, no. Next episode is the Trilogy of Terror. So we will continue to disagree. <laughs> Are you going to be able to make uh, Santa Claus before? Yes. Um, I actually got some Fandango points oh, that unlock some free movies. And they include Santa Claus and Polar Express. Sweet. I'm not going to have to pay. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I saw it at FYE today, and I almost bought it so you could watch it. But now I'm glad I didn't. What, Santa Claus? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, though, maybe... Do you have Polar Express? I think I do. Um, I'm not going to worry about it right now, because I can get it for free. I can watch it digitally. Oh, you know what? I have it digitally. I don't know if I have the DVD. All right. So all that said, thank you, everyone, for listening. Next episode is Christmas Trilogy of Terror, and then we'll have the final two uh, Advent episodes. And after that, it's episode 300, and we don't know what we're doing for that yet. We know some. Maybe. <laughs> it's stuff that takes work. Yeah, so we might not do it. <laughs> because I'm already doing work on lots of other things. Even for this podcast, I'm doing a lot of work for lots of other things. And so episode 300 is either going to be a regular episode, a look back at 2018, or it's going to be something that... A review of the movie 300. That's <laughs> uh, not going to happen. <laughs> No, maybe maybe the prequel, Three Hundred Rise of the Empire. I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't. But um, <laughs> but uh, or it might be something special. But I can't be the one who puts it together. And you know, we're in a season of busyness. Yes, yes, indeed. So I'm thinking that Three Hundred might end up being just a regular episode, and we celebrate by doing something regular, and then we'll reboot with issue number one. Sure. I mean, maybe we could do, maybe what makes episode 300 special is we all eat a cupcake while podcasting to celebrate. As long as we're uh, muting our microphone while we're chewing. Where's the fun in that, Ben? The fun is in for our listeners who <laughs> don't have to have chewing and lip smacking in their ears. So, hey, thanks everyone for listening. Talk to you later. Hope that um, your Aquaman experience is better than mine. And I hope it's as good as mine. And if your Aquaman experience is worse than mine, then that means you did see a bad movie. And I'm sorry about that. But I saw a good movie. Evan saw a perfect movie and, and Tim saw a fun movie. So that is our, that is my nutshell of our reviews. Good, fun, and perfect, but not all at once. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. And Godspeed. Hey there, this is uh, Ben from the future, and I don't normally do this, but I'm doing this right now, and that is I am revising my star rating um, because I was going back and looking at stars uh, that I gave to other movies and other movies that I gave three and a half stars, and this is far better than those movies that I gave three and a half stars to. So I unfairly gave this three and a half stars. I now bump this up to four, to four stars, and uh, I still can't believe I'm not giving it five or four and a half, but um, this is definitely better than what I was saying as far as the number of stars. Although, as I've been thinking about things, my thoughts have not changed.
You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is 1-804-37-ALIEN. And once again, thanks for listening. What kind of world do we live in where Aquaman is on the big screen in a big, big, giant, big studio produced movie? What kind of world? This world. This kind of world. It's this world that we live in. This is happening.